Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Well, even the New York Times just put out their own, like, free app. Like, it's like, boom, here you go. Here's the New York Times. Yeah, Sports Illustrated, ESPN, um, Sporting News, any any sporting... They all have apps. They all have... You can go to, um, like, the, the newsstand apps, like, the one that's built into the iPhone. You can get, like, so much shit. I don't like reading, like, magazines on my phone. I think it's really It's, it's going to switch hard. it up, dude. Like, libraries and, and areas like that need to be turned into homeless shelters and just let... So I agree. Or surfer it. farms. Surfer farms? Server. Oh, server farms. Server farms. Okay. It's like surfer farms. That sounds like a good porno. It's like a... Ret- a, it's good, like, a good, like, softcore porno beach movie. No, it's like it's like son-in-law, but with cunts and dicks and surfers. Way to kill that fucking conversation. I, I didn't know where to go. With Welcome that. to Shooting the Gap. <laughs> oh, man, we started with all that. I'd like to apologize to all the listenership who had to hear that. Yeah, Thanks we're, a lot, Doug. We're really fucking sorry, and we, we sincerely fucking hope that your cunt-ass ears don't get offended by such sissy fight. <laughs> ears, the cunts <laughs> of the side of your head. Remember we've, that running gag? We've shown up, we're here. Face or something like that. <laughs> I think how it began. It's like, oh, the nose. We've the also vagina come of the face or to what come in your that. ear pussies. That's right. Uh, that's uh, Kevin Smith, though. We get to say tenacious all D. of this stuff. Hmm? That's Tenacious D. Smack. We get to say all this stuff because, you know, it's a podcast, not... Not a lame cast. Well, if it's, I feel like it's a lot of spur-of-the-moment things right there, so... Can't hold it against yourself. You know? Exactly. You can always recant and just go. No, I'm, I wouldn't hold Doug's cum-filled ears against me anyway. I'm doing the exact no, they're opposite full of, cum. of what I did before. Cum-filled ears. Speaking of cum-filled ears, Tom Brady had to <laughs> clear out his ears because he probably couldn't couldn't believe what he heard when 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 Robert Kraft said, "Um." Never mind. Never mind. We don't care, guy. We don't care. We are moving on with Ryan Silva. Uh, we'll not. We'll not waste your time and spend too much time about this because you're either a blind ass Patriots fan who doesn't want to admit that your fucking quarterback legend is a cheater, spewing, or you're the opposite of that. But uh, spewing all over yourself. You clearly went to the uh, owners' meetings and they're like, "Yeah, uh, our players get suspended too. Fuck you. Just take it in the shorts. You're lucky it was only a million dollar fine the second time y'all been caught. So just fuck off and take your punishment with being a bitch." I believe it was very much something similar to that. Just, like, dude, stop. Move on. Bro. Let it go. This is dragging on way too much. It's a joke. It's a national joke. Bill O'Reilly's making fun of this shit. Stop. People Let who don't go. talk about sports are making fun of you. Just Cheaters. using Cheaters. silly things Cheaters. like, we called that guy deflator because he was losing weight. I don't know who told you that's, to say that. That's probably that smart. That's probably the, the final one. Which the is straw. Like, okay. That was the last straw. You guys got to stop, but we're moving on um, to more possibly absurd shit. I'm not sure how you feel about it with Ryan Tannehill in his contract extension. If you want to go ahead and think about who he's getting, who he's ahead of right now as far as getting his contract um, from that, that draft class. $96 million, $45 million guaranteed. No playoffs. Uh, losing record. 
one good season. Overpaid much? Overpaid quite a bit. I mean, you got... Um, I, I just... I didn't see an, ex, an extension. I didn't see him worthy of an extension at all. I thought he would have need. He has flashes of being really brilliant sometimes. Sometimes I see Tannehill and I'm like, man, he is getting better. And then like the very next week, he shows me why he shouldn't get paid shit. And I just go, okay, well, he fucking sucks apparently. I don't know what to think of the guy. He's not consistent. If he would be consistent, he can throw the ball really well. He's obviously an amazing athlete. He runs... He's very fast for a quarterback. And he's mobile. That's always been his thing as he well. Gets, he's he, got a big arm. He's big he's arm athletic. And, and athletic. But he... Prototype. Sometimes he just he gets a little in his own way sometimes and starts throwing pick after pick after pick. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to say that I agree with everything you said there except one thing. I have never seen him be brilliant. <laughs> I have never seen him be that good. I've never seen him be... Great. I've never seen him do anything like that. I've seen him have a few moments, but no, he's never been that. He's been steady when he's good, in my opinion. I haven't watched a lot of Dolphins games. I, I'm, I don't know. I, 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 even when, when he played the Broncos tough, I didn't go, oh, he's playing so good. I was like, oh, the Broncos are playing so shitty. It's like, when are we going to finish this game? Kill when this are we motherfucker. Go what are we doing? Knock this... Knock this guy out. And it was like, the beginning of let's not blitz anymore and just you know let these guys pick us apart. Uh, Tannehill had a good game, but it wasn't because of him, in my opinion. I've never seen him be that good. I don't think it is a reason to give him any money at all. Any money. Um, not like that. Not like that. Um, uh, no. No. It's, yeah. No uh, money. He's not worthy of the monies. Lots of quarterbacks in the NFL are being completely underpaid right now, and he's well, the, one who's actually getting the, overpaid. The one thing that it, it does affect is what Russell Wilson's going to sign for when he does his contract next year. Moving on for to, another team. It, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Talk. For the uh, the NFL also, in the NFL news, we get to talk NFL in the first segment for the, the whole thing in the first time in a while. It's good. Extra points, 15 yards further back. I don't think they're important. Enough to the change I'm, I'm talking about to be excited about. Like, it's changed anything. I don't, I don't think it's changed anything. Uh, that's an easy kick for most of the guys. It goes down from 99% to 91%. So, so maybe we'll see one out of 10 kicks not make it. Probably not. It won't be anything like that. A lot of the, the kickers are going to make their kicks. And this doesn't change it, especially because the two point conversion stays at the two yard line instead of moving anywhere. Well, uh, we talked. Best rule change would have probably been to just turn it into blitz and either take the automatic seven or choose to go for two, and if you fail, you lose a point. Uh, that's just... I've heard that punched in as the, you know... I love those rules. I mean, they're, they're just trying to basically eliminate all these other things that involve the kicking game in the first place. Uh, if you want to just make it like field goals only... Fine, we'll just do field goals only, and there will be no kickoffs. There will be, you know, I mean, it could, we'll just make it field goals only. Field goals only, or the next step is just get rid of the kickers. I mean, if it's such a nuisance that it's too easy for them to kick an extra point from there and that 15 yards is so important, 
Well, then just move on. Let's 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 get or rid move of, it even let's, further. Back. Let's get rid of the kickoff. I mean, are they only there to just kick the ball out the back of the end zone? Because that's pretty much what happens now. Except when the when the when the kicking team wants to kick the ball short, so they can have a better chance to tackle them because there's more room to get there because they're further back. Yeah. Um. It, that's that's pretty much how that goes. Well, I mean, the, the, the Broncos, I mean, not Broncos, the NFL needs to, like, really just decide, like, do you want kickers playing anymore? Do you want, I mean, we, we could get rid of them entirely, or we could also not, if, we if, could just leave the field goals. I, I mean, that's what I think the best thing is to do, is just leave the field goal kickers in as for just field goal kickers. That's all that there is that they have to do, is... If if, if if that's all you want them to do, then if that's all you want them to do, them. if if it's that boring, move on. Don't kick anymore because I'm going to tell you right now, a a 15 yard field goal. I forget what the math is. I'm not going to do it right now. For the original extra point, moving back 15 yards is not any more exciting. People say it's the most like unexciting play in sports. That's right. I'm an English major. I disagree. There's plenty of other moments in sports that are very. Boring. <laughs> Free throws. Very, very boring. Free throws to an extent because sometimes just scratching their sometimes for like five hours. Sometimes a free throw. Let me answer your first question. Sometimes a free throw like hinges on back. like the game. So right. free throws can be very entertaining. Uh, you know, a quarterback kneel down, an, an intentional walk. Um, you know, bunts are awesome. Bunts are not awesome. Bunts. Ryan Silva are much more boring. That's all I really wanted to get to. That was this whole point. I think bunts are much more exciting than extra points. I'll take a bunch over an extra point every day. Wow. But but it's just baseball in general. So like one of the mo- more boring parts of baseball, I can't imagine being ever more entertaining than anything going out of football. I think intentional walks are the most boring thing in baseball. Yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on it. I mean, don't need it, son. I think that's why I remembered it so well. Because with the conviction and, you know, just vibration, reverb that I've thrown with it. Because you're a bunt. Are the Broncos doing anything? Should we talk about that? That's soft. That's, I'm poor at segways sometimes. You're like Paul Blart. I'm like on Paps Blue Ribbon of segways. That's good Always beer. there for me? Mall Cop 2 of segways? <laughs> oh, that's that's worse. The king of queens. That has segways in it. Dumb and Dumber two of segways. The king of queens of I like beer. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. Uh, Broncos did sign Solomon Patton, the kick returner, punt returner from the Forty Gators. I'm gonna put it like this because I have seen him play. Um, hold on to the ball. Obviously, an explosive talent. He can run. In the NFL, we'll see if it translates. I mean, he's a, he's a little jitterbug, man. He's quick. He moves. He, he bounces around. That's what he does. We'll see. Not too much. Um, we do have Justin Silva here real quick, and I want to ask him a question about his favorite kicker of all time. Who is that? Ray What's Finkel. The guy that the, the Broncos signed. Oh. Internet kicker. I don't remember the guy's name, but... He's uh, the man. Oh, he's so awesome. He's kicking 70-yard field goals. I'm just excited that we got a guy with range again. Resange. 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 
range. Without the use of a sniper rifle construct? Correct. He doesn't need a yeah, he doesn't need any modifiers. He's mm-hmm. already maxed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need another kicker that does PEDs. Thanks a lot, Todd Sauer, bro. <laughs> um the uh my colleague, my friend, my friends. My friend's, friend's wife who just gave me a crusty and Doug sitting here. I'd like to to be known. His name is Carl Schmitz. His name's all kinds of things. Ryan sent me a link. It is all kinds of things, Doug. It just depends on what hour of the evening it is, and right now it's only And right now your name five. is Carl Schmitz. So <laughs> Right now your name is Crawl. Uh what was that list? What was the name of that list? I have it up here. The here. Pro Football. Huh? Pro football. No, you know who's not on it. Oh, Peyton top hundred. Peyton Manning's not. Peyton on Manning's it. not in there. Not on the list. Guess guess who was the top Bronco? Chris Harris Jr. At number four. Number four in the league. Of the whole pro football one hundred. Lots of stats jump out when you look at that, but I got to tell you right now, and I've spoken with Ryan about it. The seven yard catch average makes a lot of sense to me because he makes tackles. Even if he's off, he runs up and tackles you really quick. That's what he does. He plays a great corner. He's physical. He is opportunistic. He will make a play when it's there. He will defend a pass when it's there. He tackles. Plays his own. The guy's a great player. I thought that was... Hey, hey where did that... Uh, where, where, awesome. Where did Mr. Sherman fare out on that list? Oh, number 17? Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, not, not higher than Chris Harris. No. No. Chris no. Harris Jr. Um, Bob Miller was number 10, Ryan. Von Miller was number ten. I just wanted to. I, I'm sorry. That was, I, I, dude, he's great. I just. Um, I love the, working the, with you, Ryan. So the, the the three people. The three people listed ahead of Chris Harris, uh, J.J. Watt, Aaron Rodgers, and Justin Houston, which is <laughs> Justin Houston that was, was up that high. That, really? I was. It was. I was a little shocked. It's a but I'm thing. also a little shocked. I'll bet they, they compute with how Chris Harris graded out, just the way that they read it out, and you, it's pretty hard to argue with. I mean, they, they, they give you, like I said, it's massive algorithm that they just... It, it's the numbers game. The numbers don't lie in pro football focus. They, they never have. They fucking lie. Um, I mean, it's, it's a numbers first game. First of all, Malik Jackson at 43. That's the most surprising one, in my opinion. That's very high for him. He's going to be on the field a lot more this year. Anticipate good things. I really do. And then we got to just, for a second. Brandon Marshall. No. Demarius Thomas being ranked below Emmanuel Sanders. Seems a little thrown off to me. I think it's the playoff performance, but I don't remember Emmanuel Sanders having a great playoff performance either. I don't remember anybody having a great playoff performance. So CJ <laughs> CJ had a good game, uh, uh, uh you know I, I won't quit playing game. We're we have we have two receivers in the top forty five of the whole league upon this, so that's a good thing to have. But I I don't I mean it it just makes me think of Peyton Manning and how how much higher Emmanuel Sanders would have been, how much higher Demarius Thomas would have been had maybe those balls just gotten there a little bit quicker. Don't care, don't care. Fastballs at Ridgemont High. Nope. C.J. Anderson, number 50. In the whole league. That transcends very well for us. Justin Silva, you were saying something about that. About C.J.? You see C.J.? I'll say C.J. C.J. ranked at 50. 
Vinny, you gotta hand it to a guy that came in. He didn't even play a whole season. That wasn't even a whole season. CJ didn't start blowing up till week eight. And then all of a sudden he caught, what was it, a 40-yard touchdown? In the Raiders game? The Raiders yeah. game. Yeah. Caught it off a screen. Unknown. You make those plays. All of a sudden, and then after that, it was he, he became more incorporated into the system, and people really did buy in on the, CJ's they, talent. They, they, they changed the game to him as well, like as far as the offense, whatever they saw in Peyton not working, which they won't tell us. We all have our opinions on, but I think we're all a little bit right. They, they, they started handing the ball off to CJ a lot, uh, Jawan Thompson as well, injuries to the other backs, Monte Ball, Ronnie Hillman. That's what they did, and, and CJ made the most of it. There was times when he was keyed on, and he'd, he'd bust out a fucking, you know, two, three-yard run all the time, you know? When you're averaging, what was his average, his final? Uh, I don't have numbers. I think, I want to say it was better than four. He was above four. I wouldn't doubt it. It was his average, and it was, what was it, five? Four, mm. it was between four and five. He was 4.5. He was high. Doug says 4.5. Doug, were you looking that up, or is that the score you got playing video games right now? No, it's mathematically between 4 and 5. 4.5. Uh, Brandon Marshall, number 60 as well. <laughs> Matt holds I up. think that's the one we should all be that really... That should be the most, most surprising. Most that surprising, is surprising. We kind of thought he's just a guy. But Beyond surprising. That is, that tackles is the, before... Th- my, my bad, that is the one. Tackles for negative yardage is factored in there on uh, Pro Football Focus. If I'm not mistaken, right? It is on all of it. That's how you read it because that's what they said. That's you, their. That's, that's part of their mean. matrix. So I mean, he stops the run before Lupel. before it gives you before Lupel. it gives him positive yardage. And I think one total tackles like, was another one. The reason it's surprising, not they the stats that you're, you're throwing at me. It's a sugar pill. He'll be. Fine. Any of us watching, no one said, "Wow, he's making tackles behind the line of scrimmage." So he's my point no is, when the fuck was he making those tackles behind the line of scrimmage? That's true. Um, we watched Brandon Marshall. That didn't seem to be happening that often. That's why I'm confused with him being ranked high at all. Um, not even being ranked high, being highly, being on the list at all in the top 100. It didn't seem that he covered people well because we got torched by tight ends and fullbacks and running backs out of the backfield. We got destroyed on the run game as the year went on with, with nothing really happening. I, I, that's what I was surprised about. He didn't have those, and, you know, that's that's – it's surprising for Chris Harris, but not the same way when you have a guy like this who seemed to get torched at our weakest position on the defense last year, the linebacker, especially middle. Well, not just that. Um, he wasn't an every-down linebacker either. He got- well, no, he's not, but he had to be. He was on the field a lot more than he should have been. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. High fives, five times. High time? Five times. Five High times. Time? We got specials. Five. We got specials. Four. I am ready for some football! I'm just kidding. Um, it is a little bit of football. The NFL is still releasing their top 100 players of the year, um, leading up what they think based on last season. And we are going to continue our arranging of their top 10 into our top 5. 81, 80 through 71 right now. I will go first. Number 5 is Julius Peppers. I figured that he would be... Right around this area, if not a little bit higher, they had uh, Suggs from the Ravens busted way down 
and they had the same kind of years, minus maybe a, an interception or we two. We said that was hate. We, it was, we were very it, surprised it how hate. low it was. I, I'm surprised. I, I put them at five because I'm I'm still on the Suggs thing where they both should have been higher. These these guys were were good players last season. Number four is a quarterback who I still believe in, and I like I like his game. Cam Newton. I I think he got tougher last year. I think he had to. He didn't have anyone to throw the ball to. He did, but no one he'd ever thrown the ball to before. Brand new core wide receivers. Injuries in the running game. Injuries in the defensive side. On, on the defensive side that, that were costly at the beginning of the season. They just didn't they didn't have the same year they should have, and they were still in the playoffs competing against the Seahawks while losing by two touchdowns, but still competing. Uh, number three, Arian Foster, because he's a stud. Me and Justin just had him rush for 2,300 yards on Madden. Um, he was, we, we had Elway. We didn't want him to start under Manning, so we put him on the Houston Texans because Andre Johnson and Foster and the defense should be good. The defense helps us out a lot. Like we, it's, And Arian Foster tore it up, so I, I like that guy. Um, linebackers, especially NFC East linebackers, I've always appreciated and I go with Ryan Kerrigan out of um, the Redskins organization. I like that kid. Good, solid, hard-nosed football player. He follows the ball. He does it well. He can he can sack you. He can cover you a little bit. I like the guy's game. Number one is Mike Williams. I anticipate him being the best wide receiver in the game. Mike Very Evans. Hard. Evans. That's what I meant. That's what I wrote, too. I just said Williams. <laughs> Mike Evans. I, I know I'm, I'm stupid. I anticipate him being... He's really the good. best wide receiver. He's, it's it's not just his. He might. It's he not might, just his he skills. Might finish next year being top five. If he had somebody throwing. It's to not him just like his Rogers, skills. He'd be a pimp. He would be. He is aggressive and he wants to play football. Man, he enjoys it. He likes blocking people. You remember when he picked up the defensive back and chucked him across the fucking way, because he wants to do that. He wants to play football beyond anything else. Um, I like Mike Evans number one. On this short list of great players. Ryan Silva. My 10th is at least. Uh, it's got to be your turn. Let's go. Number five, Matty Ice, who. Love that beer. Is delicious oh. and refreshing after a hot day. Um, no, Matt Ryan is. I'm still up in the air on. Him as a franchise future quarterback, so I feel like he's like Matt Schabish. That's of. why he didn't make my list. But um, I don't know. I just feel like yeah, out of the guys that were there, that's what I felt. I guess uh, number four, Julius Peppers. I'm with you. He's definitely playing a much better um, defense that works better for him, especially at his age that he's getting. Um, the stand-up, the 3-4. Just playing that stand-up 3-4, we talked about how he should have been probably playing that most of his career. He was fast enough to do it, 100%. He would have been scary in the stand-up 3-4. Um, number three is Kyle Williams. That guy's a fucking beast. I can't um, disagree with that. I, I would love if he was on my team right now. <laughs> it's the kind of interior lineman that we don't have. That we would totally need to be playing our defense. I would love to have him on my team. Um, number two, Mike Evans is a pimp-in-the-box receiver. Beast. Very surprising. Um, is the reason why there's a shining hope of light in Tampa. Watch how high he jumps. 
Jameis oh, Winston's going to come so in and throw the ball to him. Like, we hate Jameis. That's fine. He's going to come in and play quarterback and, and do a good job him all day and long. make good throws. I was his, more his game transfers. He could I was be more a top ten fantasy pick. I was more excited for Mike Evans getting drafted into the NFL last year than Johnny Manziel because Mike Evans really is he's a big he's a strong wide receiver. He's physical. He he really does know how to use not just his size to his advantage, but I think he's one of those guys that's going to exploit the whole give the receiver more respect stuff. So what you're saying is that like big physical men that can use their size and their big stuff. Right. Number 1 Cam, Sorry. I was very impressed. He came back so well off of off of that ankle injury. I thought it would. I thought he'd have a bad year. Not good receivers. Well, new, um, new receivers. Just a whole different Better. look on the offense. And I thought that ankle would really keep him looking rough all season. And he looked so impressive for a lot of the season. Very highly impressed that Cam. Was able to tough it out. I thought he'd be a little sissy and just put his little Gatorade towel over his head and go, My ankle's too hurt. This too sucks. I never thought that of him. What's up, Justin? What you got? I didn't really get a chance to review a lot of these names. Um, I'm going to go ahead and steal my list. I'm going to steal. We'll make it quick, goddammit. So they got Arian Foster ranked at 80, which I can't really. I can't agree with that one too much. I think Arian Foster still, he's Arian Foster. When he's healthy, that guy is an amazing back. But this is two seasons in a row now that you got major injury issues with Arian Foster. And you had Alfred Blue that came in and stepped up and had to take over for him last year. But when Arian, now you're getting into Arian Foster being similar to... um, The rest of his brotherhood. I don't know about the brotherhood. Uh, I'm, I'm actually I'm leaning towards. Uh, oh God, what's his face from Dallas? Anyway, to do it. He's, do when it. he's healthy, he's great. But you know, now we're looking at two seasons in a row where he's missed four games, and it's like at least four games. So, Arian Foster, number five for me. Um, number four. I really like Wilkerson a lot. I just, we'll see. We'll see what happens with him. Um, Number three is going to be Cam for me. I like Cam Newton. Um, I think he's starting to find his own, he's starting to define his own role as a quarterback in the NFL. He's not, he's, I don't think he's being held to that run and gun where he's like, compared to Vic anymore. I think Cam's his own quarterback. I think when the guy needs to make a pass, he can make he can make his passes. I'm I'm impressed with his arm. Cam Newton's got a great He's arm. He's always had a good arm. Uh, so moving on with him, I'm gonna put I'm gonna say Julius Peppers, number two. Um and number one, I like, Julius Saltz. I like Julius Peppers. His presence something else. Gonzo, I talk about this all the time. There's playmakers on the team. And there's play doers. And then there's game changers. I like doers. There's somebody that you have to account for and not just account for them. You have to almost commit two people to them. And Julius Peppers is that guy. Julius Peppers, hands down. He's one of them. He's he's, he's a guy that you have to account for on the field. Uh, So, number one for me, oh, man, Mike Evans. 
I love Mike Evans. I just think he's he's a strong he's a strong receiver. The dude finally turned it on, and it wasn't his fault. It, he was a rookie last year, and second half of the season, he was coming up with not just athletic plays. He was coming up with clutch plays, plays that needed to be made, and he was coming up with big grabs. On a devastating season when nothing happened. I mean, big grabs and meaningless games, but still, the, it's there. I, I like the dude's game. and he's, he's big, strong, can just tackle you down, Doug. Yep. It, it would be – he's got to be the number one. That's what I thought. I, I Jameis, yeah, Jameis, to, Jameis to, to Mike Evans is going to be a common – it's just – it's going to be, be a top all ten. this it'll, it'll be on, on all the shows, no doubt about that. So, we, don't, we don't compliment the four-letter network that much. Not that sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in competition with those guys. We're coming up. We're creeping up on them. So that's that's Just shut them down. That's my that's my top five. That's my, if I had to if I had to go top five on that, that's that's where I'm at. I I give Mike Evans the number one. I give him the nod. <laughs> you got to. Um, new segment, something that Ryan had wanted to do. He's gonna have to sit down now and be part of the show because we're recording. Um, the NBA starting number ones and twos of all time. In honor of the NBA playoffs. Ones and twos. We anticipate the ones being easy. They should be easy. Everyone like knows who the best are, just like certain positions like that. So as soon as Ryan gets done washing his hands and what? sits down, we will we will go back and forth on this real quick. Uh, I wanna know who your number one who your starting point guard is for your number ones. No, we're just gonna just say that just say the number, number ones. ones. We're not going to argue Who's them. Who's your point guard? We'll argue them when it's time. Magic. That's who I have. Obviously. Number two. Your two guard. Jordan. Michael Jordan. Obviously. Uh, this, this, that's why the first is easy. Three. That's your three, man. That's Four. your small forward. Bird. I had to go with Larry Bird, too. Looked at other people. That's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> Power forward. This one was harder for me. Um, this was the one I, I feel like a lot of... The, the, the next two will be the ones that I think would, would be interchangeable for a lot of people. Uh, Malone. Malone? Oh, I will vehemently disagree with you. I would take Tim Duncan, who is a better all-around player, better passer, better rebounder, won five rings. I will definitely take Tim Duncan over Carl Malone all day long. Uh, number five, who's your, who's your center? Bill Russell. Bill Russell, I'll take Shaq. He'll eat his lunch and then fuck his girlfriend. It will be nasty. That's what will happen with that matchup. Um, that's me arguing. Yeah, nothing, no response. Who's your number twos? We're gonna we're gonna keep going on this one. Uh, who is your starting point guard? I was trying to really, <clears throat> really feel this one out. I think I'm gonna go with. I I I, I feel like I have to go with Isaiah. Oh, my number one. Nice. I, I need some nasty because my shooting guard is gonna be Kobe. So cool. Who He's, can... He said he needed some nasty, so he went like the PG version of nasty. I wanted some real nasty, and I went with Gary Payton coming to kick fucking Isaiah Thomas right in the dick, <laughs> cross him over, <laughs> talk shit the whole way, not get a sexual harassment assault case for it either. Like there's so many ways that Gary Payton is better than him. Uh, who's your two guard? Kobe. Mine too. 
I tried to find another way to not get him on the list. There's just but no he's just there. <laughs> I'm trying to build one that's going to be able to run, and Kobe can run, and especially in his heyday, was a was a run guy and get out on the brakes and do his thing. Interesting one right here. Who is your small forward on your number twos? LeBron is my small forward on my number twos. I have to go with LeBron. I can't. <coughs> he can. He can. He can play like four positions on the court if he wanted to. He could. He's very dynamic. He's he a could. big guy. He's he's just that big and strong and that athletic and that dominant. He, right. He's not done with his career, and people are already. Oh, he's got had ten the, more years. Had the argument of. Jordan LeBron today. It's Jordan, obviously. But it's not even close. <laughs> very, very, so very obvious not to me close. That it's Michael Jordan. <laughs> the younger generation is going to say LeBron because that's who they watch. But being that I've watched both, I can tell you it's definitely Michael Jordan, but LeBron can play almost every position I need him to play on my team. Almost, so. almost every position. Um, since I don't want LeBron dribbling the ball too much on my team and just like. Dribbling and dribbling and then dribbling some more. I decided to go with Dominique Wilkins because I'm gonna let Gary Payton do my dribbling and and we're gonna run our offense after the fast break doesn't score points, which I'm gonna say 75% of the time. My team right here is gonna score points on the fast break. We're gonna be pushing it to the rim. We're gonna be pushing it to the rim. Who's your point? Who's your power forward on on your twos? Tim Duncan. Nice. He did make my list. He's got He's got to make it, your list. He's got it. I. Trust me, he was on there first, and then because of the way I had my other team built, I, I wanted somebody big and strong, and that was just Malone. Good call. Good so, call. What's, what are you, what are you pointing at yourself for? Like, Do I get it? I'm big and strong. In? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Have you written anything down? You shut up, sir. I got my list. Okay, be quiet. One and two. You're going to be quick about it. It will be quick. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. Number four, power forward. Um... I don't care. Like I, I saw him alone. <laughs> I saw him alone. I saw him plenty of times. I, I'll take Charles Barkley in I in the matchup. Was gonna make your. He has two. to. I knew it'd be, he'd be your number two. He, he didn't have the size. He didn't have the shoulders. He didn't have the elbows. He just had, just sheer will to be one of the best players of all time. And he is one of the best players. I of know all he'd time. be on one of those lists. Like has to be. And and that's the thing. Like if you take Malone. Pretty goddamn good pick, but so is taking Charles mm-hmm. Barkley. They're just both great players. Uh, they, were the position. Was, they were the two actually on that starting team. I was like, I because I, if I'd have put Barkley on the list, then would be like, fuck you, Gonzo Homer, and I would have deserved it because that would have been a Homer call. I believed you. I believed you gotta put you gotta put Tim Duncan on there. He's the best player of that generation. I put him ahead of Kobe. Kobe's on this list. Duncan is. Has to be so. I'm glad he made your second one. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your power? My center. Your center, sir. My center, Shaq. Your center, Shaq. Second team, it's Shaq. My center is Bill Russell. I want to run the ball. <laughs> he will run. He will play defense. When when that when we miss a layup or a three or whatever happens, he will be the first guy back to make sure they're not getting easy easy layups. He he is a coach on the floor. He is the icon. I, I think whatever image they could get of him to to replace a guy like. Jerry West would be fine with me. Um, they, they won't do the Jordan symbol. They can't afford it. They could do another Jordan symbol. They won't do it. Jordan became bigger than the league, and the league knows it, and they're not very happy about it. I think Bill Russell could... They've never been happy about it. That's another conversation with those kids today. Jordan didn't start anything. Nike did. 
the fuck are you talking about? The reason Nike started anything was because they're like, we're going to go talk to Jordan and make shoes for him. And then we're going to try to sell his shoes. You think it'll work? I don't know. Let's see if it works. It did. It was because of Michael Jordan's. Not because of Nike. It was because of that. That's how it rolls. That's why every dude has snee, uh, sneakers. What kind Sneak of grab was what I was about to say. That's why what they all have shoe contracts. That's why they all, Charles Barkley back in the day, Harold Miner, fucking Baby Jordan won one dunk contest. Like, so many guys because of Michael Jordan. That is it. Not because of Nike. Not because they capitalized. Well, absolutely because they capitalized. But what kind of moccasins? Go get the guy. Knee K. Go get the guy. Go get the guy. Bill Russell should be the the logo of the NBA. Uh, Justin, guest, get going. Let's Number get. one, point guard. Point guard. Magic Johnson. Starting. Magic Good call. Johnson. Good. Number two, Chris Paul. Aids with money. Chris Paul's a small forward. Oh, uh, actually, no. Chris Paul's a, a point guard, and we said. You can't put them in at different positions. They have to play their position. Okay. Well, John Stockton. I'll go with that. For is number two. Oh, so you're going... Team. I'm going... I'm, I'm going to do one and okay. two for each position. Okay. we got to make it quick. Yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, power forward. Man, i got to agree with you. Number one, Tim Duncan. The dude's size alone is just... Intimidating. He's awesome. He's a center. He's. And I, I didn't even put Kevin Garnett on the list. Like, I was. I was trying to make an argument to put Kevin Garnett on. The list. I was too, but I just I had to go to other spots. Second KG. team, Dirk Nowitzki. Not a bad pick, dude. He's like he's like eleventh in scoring or some shit. Yeah. The guy's Duke amazing. Balls. He's fucking amazing. He's, a, he's, he's an amazing. Hard player. to guard. He's hard. To, you can't post up on the guy. He's you, just gonna put his elbow up. And, and you can't block oh, a fadeaway shit. jump shot because he's six foot eleven, seven foot fading away. You can't block From a that. three point line. Dirk's a good call. Shooting guard number one, uh, Michael Jordan. Okay, move on. <laughs> number two, uh, 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 track line. Huh? Clyde Drexler. Oh, Clyde Drexler. Not a bad pick, dude. Not a bad pick at all. I got I to gotta give it up to my boy. I like, I always I like, I like the old school. Fast Lama Jamma. All right. Centers. Number we one. We all like the old school. Mr. likes the old school. Number one, Shaq. Come on. Mm-hmm. He likes the old school. And uh, number two, Wilt Chamberlain. Old school. Wilt? Fucked a I'd lot of Russell. chicks. Russell kicked Wilt's ass all the time. Just saying. And honorable I mention. I dogged him. I got to dog you. Honorable mention for guard, Jerry West. That's racist. This is basketball. <laughs> he's, he's the symbol, but he's the logo. It should be not him. <laughs> it should made, be not him. That's you my, made your argument. That's for my Yoda it. argument. It should be not him. <laughs> Doug, do we have a pop culture, Doug? I don't know. Do we finally have a pop culture? Oh, oh we didn't even Doug's do that. Yellow. Can we go? How much time is left? That's awesome. Right. We're good to go. Let's go. Uh, we're doing uh, in honor of Mad Max Fury Road, released last week, which uh, I want to see a lot. So we should go. You guys should. Uh, I'm take me to the movies. <laughs> oh, I'll hold your whatever. Dick. <laughs> whatever. Wow. Um, which hand? After popcorn or before? Uh, after, because you got the butter lube. Chafing. Yeah. I'm fast. I'll put my dick. It's like being jerked off by a bucket of popcorn. Really fast bucket of popcorn. 
Well, fast is based on me and not you, buddy. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> slow. <laughs> Doug, slow. <laughs> All right, Doug, slow. Do Doug. it, Doug. Uh, Sweden, Doug. We're doing, we're do, uh, we're doing uh, top five post-apocalyptic... In order of Mad Max. <laughs> That's good. You just said it already. We're doing uh, top five post-apocalyptic movies. Reiteration. Uh, who's going first? Am I going first? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, Doug doesn't uh, go first. Oh, does he? I would prefer not to go first. I'd okay, like to... I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions. Shaun of the Dead, 28 Weeks Later, I Am Legend. Weeks? Really? That even made your list? Days. I meant days. I wrote weeks. There you go. It's days. Um, I Am Legend. Weeks suck. Escape. Weeks did suck. It was weak. Mm-hmm. Ah. 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 Word, word play is fun like, play. It was like American Pie 3. Like, who, who you of zombie <laughs> movies. <laughs> who are you kidding <laughs> Who Book of Eli, Escape from... Uh, I, hope, slash New I hope this grenade doesn't go off 20 minutes later. The Number five. The Matrix. Pretty post-apocalyptic. Yeah. I'd say. Um, number four. Demolition Man. God, you son of a bitch. It's not a post-apocalyptic it movie. definitely is. Oh, No, I'd so actually disagree. Good. I'd say it's dystopian. That's but after not Earthquake. It's not post-apocalyptic at all. Uh-uh. Is that not an apocalypse? An no, Earthquake? I'd say it's no. no, I'd say it's dystopian. When the whole society changes? Like, uh, no. No, no. no having is... smarter cars and being able to, like, create food, Taco Bell, sex on Taco your TV, Bell. all kinds of they stuff. They won the fast no. food wars. No, I no. would say, and this is where we run... Post-apocalyptic, the... you got to be eating rats. Not Taco Bell. Well, they do technically eat rats. Not Taco Bell. They do. Well, Dennis Leary does. Rat burger. Uh, I know. Stallone. But that's not fair. If it's post-apocalyptic for one group, it's not for the others living up top. No, yeah, I'd say it's dystopian, but not post-apocalyptic. Sorry. Well, then who do I put on the list? (laughs) Shaun of the Dead goes on the list. Great. Is it the is it post apocalyptic? Because it's Who, like Shaun of the Dead? it's during the apocalypse. But it's a zombie apocalypse. But it's not post apocalyptic. It's during the apocalypse. I'll, I'll give it. Well, I mean, if we're gonna discount like like twenty eight weeks, like I consider post apocalyptic. Twenty eight days, I consider post apocalyptic. I mean, twenty eight days. I, 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 I'd, give him, I'd give him Shaun of the, the Dead. Dead. Shaun of the Dead, like happens I, I, like I'd, right I'd when I give him Shaun of the Dead. I give him Shaun of the Dead. All of a sudden, boom! All of a sudden, boom! Sickness. Just a few now, times. I, I, Not I give, everybody's no, sick. I give, I give so they'll be fun. ends with a uh, cure. Yeah, they'll be fine. No, it doesn't. Because they're still zombies. They just acclimate. They haven't cured them yet. Exactly. That's what I'm... They're going saying. to cure them. I Am Legend kind of ends with a cure. But it's after everything died. So, Shaun of the Dead is your number three. And now... Is Ryan, what's shit? your number two? No, 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 no. Yes, My number say, three is Zombieland. Let me see. Which is most definitely post-apocalyptic. Yes, absolutely. I gotta read more. And is hilarious also. Because Bill Murray. Right? Because Bill fucking Murray. A, do you have any regrets? I don't know. Garfield, Garfield maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say it quieter. You said it too loud. Garfield, maybe. Because yeah, he just got, he got shot in the chest with a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. It's hurting. He's dying. Ouch. <laughs> That's still... <laughs> she she goes. I don't know. He just gets me. <laughs> she does she cute Emma Stone after, after he dies. She's like, Chad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, number two, Terminator Two. Which I think technically. Yeah, that's box box up. It's time travel, but I would say yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I would consider it post-apocalyptic. It's definitely absolutely. It's about the apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. So and the aftermath and how they stop it. And then a movie for I, another three years or, or whatever. A movie it, yeah. I will never or try to just I'll like, watch like even if it's movies. at the very end or the very beginning, and I'll watch it all the way through every single time. Debbie does Dallas in whatever city she's in. Um, Debbie, best little whorehouse in Texas. Debbie Twelve does, monkeys. Debbie does the post-apocalypse. Twelve monkeys. That's awesome. It's just a radiated James all just, the time. She just bangs. She just bangs blaster from Good John Thunderdome. Good movie. All right, number five for me: Children of Men. I don't know if you guys remember. I love it with uh, 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 Clive Owen and um, yes, William Moore. Yep. And do you guys yeah. super early in that too? The uh, so if spoiler alert, anybody's unfamiliar yeah. with the movie, it's uh-huh. pretty much people become human. Humans in general are infertile. Um, and then and halfway through the, the movie, you find a girl that actually is giving birth. So um, that one's number five for me. It was a great movie. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, um, I'm with you right there. Number four, I've got to go ahead. <sighs> yeah, decide quicker there, buddy. Sorry. Sorry. I got my list. Number four is The Road. Number four is The Road. Fuck and it's you. just because it was Fuck a you, moving on. Oh, well, fine. Um, Number three Book is Andromeda Strain. Wow. Andromeda Strain was a fucking... Was that technically post-apocalypse? Though? You're fucking right it was. Come on. I don't think he was right because he was asking. <laughs> that wasn't post-apocalypse. <laughs> that was good. It's it's aliens that come down and Kill eradicate, the, eradicate humans. Yeah, I guess. I don't think that aliens were part of the apocalypse. No, they weren't. Not at all. Well, did you like watch the movie? Rock monsters apparently were, (laughs) but not aliens. Number two is Zombie Land. Come on, Twinkies. Come on, number two Zombie Land. Fucking great flick. Fucking Woody Harrelson kills it. Jesse Eisenberg is hilarious. I I love the list that Jesse Eisenberg gives throughout the movie. The double tap. The double tap. You have to double tap. I love that movie. Emma Stone. It, it, the whole thing. It was That's how I've always thought about pussy. You have to double tap. You have to double tap it. Sometimes. Finger it twice. She'll love you forever. That's right. Just tap it with whatever's there. And number one, yes. 12 Monkeys. I, 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 I love that movie. I mean, the number one and number two, I can always go back to those. Here's another thing about it. I can always go back to those two movies and watch them anytime. Have you seen the series? Them. Of 12 Monkeys? Huh? I'm going to start. I want to really watch fucking it. good. Vengeance now because the season's over. Sweet. It's fucking amazing. Does. The main guy is Pyro. Nice. It totally works. I like Pyro. Uh, number five, Children of Men. And I say that because the cinematography in that movie was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was it was more about the the story's good. It was the, gritty. It was it was well that's that's what I'm saying. It was gritty. It wasn't big explosions. There wasn't anything but just the struggle about what's going on. They had one of the best shots I've ever seen. It, that's the opening scene that starts in the diner when he gets the gets whatever he gets I forget what he it, it just continues out and it follows him rows around and then it loses him and then he's walking there and then a boom and then just you know cinematography great fucking movie uh, number great. four Terminator the first Terminator is awesome it's still a good movie it's still a good crazy movie bad editing 80s editing that makes total no 80s sense. editing where he's like, like he's like what do you mean well I don't know what's going on that kind of editing where it's just really quick. Bad bad soundtrack. Linda Hamilton's tits. It's a good movie. 
okay. number three. Why, why am I looking at this? I don't like religion, and I don't yes, like I, the Bible. But I like the Book of Eli. Book of Eli was excellent. Book of Eli is a post-apocalyptic movie. That this movie's bullshit. I'm gonna say <laughs> not bullshit. That goes a, that goes a different way, and it's it's violent. It's Denzel being badass. It's adding another book, and he's to a to a book that is. It's it's like a. I think it's silly. All he in saves it. He saves humanity with a photographic memory. I don't. I don't of the see, Bible. But I think it's ironic that he doesn't save humanity. It's just like given over there, and they still all die. Right. Everybody dies, but he passes on the. Book. Yeah, he, he does because he read it a hundred times, and it's the Book of Eli. Um, I, I think Doug is is a good judge of movies, but Book of Eli is is a good flick. The book is the Bible. Oh, it was horrible. I liked I liked Gary Shut Oldman, up. but number two, it's bullshit. Shut up. Bullshit. Zombieland, because Zombieland rules. Double tap, cardio. Glad we all got on the list. Uh, it's it's gotta be Twinkies. Twinkies. So good. Twinkies. Twinkies. The hunt for the Twinkies. The the evil clown at the end. I hate clowns. Yeah. The <laughs> evil clown at the end. Uh, the roller coaster ride. The the double cross. It's it's an enjoyable movie all the way around. And as far as number one goes, it's Terminator Two because it's the best of the Terminator movies. And it's post-apocalyptic as shit. I give you it's that. It's the beginning of it's it. It's definitely the best of the Terminator. It starts with the Absolutely. whole thing ending. I appreciate that movie much more than Logan's Run or whatever I'm going to piss all over that Doug's going to say soon. No, I yeah. I will be pissing. Ryan's trying to pull this whole... Ryan is trying to pull some... You know, the speech that starts out with uh, Webster's definition of, which always sucks. He's trying to pull that crap on. No, that's why we're still talking. Thanks, Blakey. So while we're still talking... Gabriel, you my homie. <laughs> my honorable mentions... Go downstairs. Honorably man. mentioned. Uh, in no order whatsoever... Apparently the kids want to get into my conversation. Uh, Waterworld. <laughs> what? You're going to fucking shit on his number three and you put Waterworld in there? It's my honorable mentions, asshole. I wasn't going yeah. well, That's okay, because what's on his list is going to be the postman, because he's super fag. <laughs> honorable mentions. I said fag. Waterworld. Sorry. Got it. Zardoz. Fag it. Give me a cigarette. Nine. Nine. What, the little dolls? With had, which had John C. Riley in it. So there was our little crossover. There was your little crossover. You never saw it nine? With the, with the dolls in the post-apocalyptic world? Nope. That's really fucking good, though. It's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's really fucking good. I don't good. like those movies. I don't like uh, The original Planet of the Apes? The Yeah. It's post-apocalyptic. You suck. And uh, uh, Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> The worst, of them. the worst of them. The worst of Thunderdome was horrible. I, I knew Thunderdome was going to be a thing. We're doing this in honor of a great Tina movie. Turner? And you're like, and so the Tina Turner five. version with, with uh, The Lord of the Flies was a good movie. Um, <laughs> I thought Nine. that worked out well. Um, <laughs> so my well, number five. It just looked like The Lord of the Flies. Or, you know, Peter Pan's Little Buddies. The last number five. Yeah, no, I have a With whole, on heroin. I, I have a whole thing about whenever a, a group of feral children show up. If on I, heroin? If I had scary. if I had made that movie, it'd have been like Mad Max going, Holy fuck, and then just shooting them all. 
They made like, it done. But they were kids. They were feral. Fuck off. Like, survival's the name of the game. Uh, my number five, 28 days later. Those kids in Lord of the Flies became feral in like a week. Was, you were right, Doug, when yeah, you said... Did you, you mean 28 fucked. days? Poor kid. Yes. Yeah. I definitely meant 28 the only days, guy, like, which is you way know, the only The only problem I have with that movie is that he wakes up from a coma and then chugs a Pepsi, and I'm like, your throat would be so dry that the carbonation would actually burn your throat. But other than that, I like 28 days later. Uh, number five. Carl. Number four? I'm sorry, number four. Thank you. I was well, like, he's going to keep going, just saying number five, because I will end number this. Number five, and I will, number five. I will end this number fucking five. countdown real quick. Uh, number four, 12 Monkeys. Great fucking movie. You know what else sucked about that whole Lord of the Flies thing? <laughs> <laughs> that it interrupted my top five? Purposely. I'm twice. Going. Oh, twice? Well, I didn't like how quick Jack just backed the fuck up, dude. Was like, that is your part of the island, dude. You gotta step foot forward. Go get your best new kids on the block underwear on. Take care of that shit like a man. Like a man in his new kids underwear. Man. Number four. Number four? No, I'm on number three now. Number oh, three. number three. It was so long ago. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I don't know what the hell Simon Pegg's problem is. I think I can see why you were arguing. Well, he's got red on him. Uh, my number two, Matrix. The original Matrix. Because um, we don't like to talk about the other two, which are the Batman Forever and Batman and Robin of the Matrix series. Yeah, the um, only other two movies that didn't even have a redeeming sequel. And number one, surprisingly, in honor of it, and it didn't make any of your lists, Fury Road. That's easily my number one. When you guys see it, you'll be right with me. Fury Road? Fuck yeah. Not only in terms of practical effects, in terms of... It's a movie that not only looks like Mad Max, is but that Mad the movie, Max... Is that the movie about the all-black college basketball team that, <laughs> that, that wins the first NCAA title? No, it's the, the movie about... Uh, at the <laughs> How big is your dick? I don't know, foot, foot and a half. Dribble with that motherfucker! Um, okay, so, new Mad Max, Fury Road. Yeah, Fury Road. Oh. Oh, how about Steel Dawn? Are we going to start Steel doing Dawn. Steel Dawn? What is Steel Dawn? Patrick Swayze. Red Dawn? Steel Dawn! Steel Dawn with Patrick Swayze. Roadhouse? No, Steel fucking Dawn! <laughs> Dirty oh Dancing? God. What? Donnie Dargo. <laughs> Donnie Dargo. Ghost! No, it's Next of Kin. You don't know Steel Dawn? Patrick Swayze, Lisa Nimi... Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. He knows her. So, well, you guys all had a couple of... uh, You didn't have Steel Dawn. I definitely will put Shaun of the Dead and um, 28 Days as my honorable mentions. I have one that none of you mentioned. All right. That's my Jen's number one. Jen's in here. Jen's talking. Ready, set, go. Night of the Comet. Oh my god, I remember Night of the Comet. <laughs> yeah. You and I are the only two yeah. that remember Night of the Comet. Night of the Comet. Oh my god, when they hide, was it they hide out in the movie theater? Is that they, right? They don't die because the movie theater movie protects theater them. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Wasn't it funny just a second ago? Doug's like, we're moving on. Let's talk about it. And then Jen the came in and... and no, we're, all we're moving on. And now I'm commenting on it. We're moving on. No. I want to talk about Well, you're Night welcome. You're welcome for Night of the Comet. All right, Ryan, tell me about Night of the Comet. I have no idea. I'd like to hear more. Nobody's seen it. Ryan's got a fastball. Let's move on. Fastball, because we got to talk about the finals, which 
They're multiple because there's two. Well, actually, actually, what we talked about before that, I jumped ahead because we took a long time. The NBA draft lottery. <laughs> what do you want to say about the NBA draft lottery? My first question is: the How will, will the Nuggets? Up. No, no, no. How? No, how? they will. Everyone knows that. How will they fuck this up? What are they going uh, to do to screw up a seven round, a seven pick? That could be Justice Winslow, probably they'll, won't be. They'll, 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 they'll miss Justice Winslow because he'll, he, well, they'll just miss a good player. That's what they always do. They'll Somebody who they obviously should pick, they'll go, no, no, we're going to be creative. Who's that guy nobody's heard of in Europe? Yeah, him. That, that guy will probably get drafted before. The, the guy that they're, the, the Croatian Croatia player, Yeah, he'll probably be drafted like fourth or fifth. Because he is that good. The, wrong, the, the Nuggets won't get a chance to fuck that up. Like, <laughs> they won't. So they'll get the second best one. And we'll put that best part in the quote, quotation mark. Right? They have never moved up in the NBA draft lottery. If they have the fifth pick or the fifth best chance to pick there, they pick there or below. Seventh best chance... First best chance. We had the first best chance to win the draft when, when LeBron got picked. <laughs> We, we should have won that draft. We didn't. We got the third pick. We went down. We always go down. It's like Miley Cyrus at a Slipknot concert. Just constantly going down. On the mosh pit. No, no. She's on so Slipknot. Little. Backstage. Oh. Darn. No, she's just sucking all their dicks. That's what I meant. God. It was a really crude joke that you could have down, just at least got a little bit. He throws no jokes. Masturbation Ever. and blowjobs and such. Ah, <laughs> cunts. Yeah. So, yeah. What are they, what, they're just going to make a bad pick? They're totally going to just make okay. a bad pick. They're going to throw it away like they always do. Or, they will. Justice Winslow will actually be there and they'll actually take him and that will be shocking to me. Conky doesn't care about it. It won't ruin well, Justice Winslow. He's too busy running the Rams. And he didn't even go to the draft or the, uh, the, the, the picks for the Bulls. <laughs> His son did. Yeah. Well, his son technically runs the team, well, yeah. so. but you, we, yeah. know, we know who's running into the, the dirt. We know who's running the fucking team. He technically just shows up and says, sits things. in the penthouse and goes, "Woo! Yeah. I'm the avalanche and the Nuggets. Yeah. How does a, this affect me?" He's like Bruce Wayne in the back, just sleeping. Like, <laughs> like, I know he wants to know how his trust fund gets filled, but this is embarrassing. <laughs> Except that he's just not. Except for he's not fighting crime. A vigilante beating everybody up all the time. He's just an asshole. <laughs> that's that's the owner of the fucking Nuggets. That's he, how that will get. He is up. the way that uh, that Weasley little lawyer. You know, you know who I liken him to, and I just watched this movie last night for the first time, and I'm glad I did. He, I liken him to Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Who? Crocky. Specific, specifically his son. He's absolutely fucking delusional. He doesn't care about anything except looking good. That's it. He just cares about himself. He probably cares about smelling good, would be my guess. Yeah, so, well, did, yeah. so did Patrick, what's his face? Truth. Mm-hmm. Truth. American Psycho was all about it. He had like an avocado cream mask thing that would mm-hmm. Stanley pull it off and do things with it. Talked about it for like a good ten minutes? Yeah, it was the opening movie. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, yeah. Talked about it for the first ten minutes. And then I use a buttercream something something. And then you're like, man, this movie's gonna suck. And then, I, and then he starts waxing. Then I jerk off. And, like, oh, and then man. he acts like Ace Ventura and kills Jared Leto. 
like a boss. To, to Huey Lewis to and the Huey News. Lewis and the News. Gerald Leto? Breaking them down. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's yeah. the guy that he... That's the I kills. said that, too, when, when Gonzo... When I saw the opening credits, it says he's on there. I was like, which one is he? It's the pretty boy that... Is the pretty boy? boy? He's would, anti... Yeah. Sure. He's, yeah. yeah. Am I sure? Are you sure you're wearing a Green Lantern shirt, you gigantic nerd? Yeah, you are. Yes, it's Jared Leto. Jared Leto. I promise. He's the anti-Patrick. What's his face? Anti-Patrick Bateman. He's Paul Warren. Bateman. He's the guy who's like has the better card, has the little better look, a little bit cuter. That's obvious. He's got the better, better business card. Yes. He's got the better apartment. They, they break the business cards down. He's like the one that, that trumps it. Yeah, he's That's like he decides to kill him. Yeah, he sees that business. Card. Uh, or did he kill him or not? He didn't kill him at all. I don't think he, he did. was. He went I to London. I think he just. London. I think he just ate a bunch of London Town and screwed some hookers. Lots of sex with hookers. That hookers. was it. That was it. I'm he didn't high-fi- even kill the hookers. I'm not high fiving hooker sex because I've never had hooker sex. I've never had. Hooker I've sex. fucked loose women. I've never had to hookers. pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I never. I never paid for sex. Not like Doug? the standard dinner. How is hooker sex? Oh, okay. Well, Doug's like I've paid for sex three times since we got here. We gonna fastball about? this now, or what are we doing now? We're still talking about how the Nuggets. Well, are gonna it's mostly myself. Up no, 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 no. We're gonna move on. Fastballs. We're gonna move on to uh, Ever Golson, uh, ex quarterback for Notre Dame. Took him to the title game against uh, Alabama. Bama. Just transferred to Florida State. Florida State. Uh, it's a good move for them. He's not the average quarterback they have, but he can make stuff happen. He can throw the ball just fine. Good move for them. And it's a Hawken playoffs. I don't know what's going on, so if y'all know what's happening, say it right now. Anaheim Ducks, three goals, 37 seconds, still managed to lose in overtime. What's the, the series? 2-1 uh, Blackhawks. And the other one? I don't know who's playing in the other okay, one. Okay, shut it down. And now we do the dugout. What? Tim Burton or Tim Dwight. He went to Iowa State. Tim Burton before he sucked? That's so lame. What? When was that? Uh, Pre-Planet of the Apes. Right before Planet of the Apes. Okay. okay. Who's enough. your number one center? Flojo. She's a dominating little bitch, dude. She fucking killed it. She's a mad bitch. I swear to God. I swear, I swear. Who's, your, who's your favorite new kid? Who's your? Flashback. Blow jump. New kid? On the block. Menudo. Okay. Oh, Ricky Martin. Sludtastic. What? Horse? Huh? Green Lantern. Hoodie. Hal Jordan. Uh, no. Hal Jordan's my favorite new kid on the block. Is that right? I, I don't know what you're saying. Michael Hal, Jordan. Hal, Hal, Hal Jordan. Hal, Hal Jordan. Hal, Hal, what, what? Michael Jordan or Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan. Do you think Michael Jordan would be an awesome Green Lantern? I do. I think he'd, he'd be dominated. He, <laughs> makes he sure has he no imagination. Have you seen Space Jam? <laughs> that is, that is imagination everywhere. That was your chance to bring up Space Jam, and then you fucking didn't. You gave it to Gonzo to bring it up. It. Rico Petrocelli or Rico Suave? Gerardo. What? Rico Suave was Gerardo. You guys just said a bunch of foreign words. He was in a movie, too. i seen him. Words, words, foreign. I thought we were doing the dugout, so this is where we, we are. say we are. We're just gonna interrupt like you do. Ancient age or Kentucky Deluxe? Huh? Kentucky Deluxe. Ancient age. I don't think you're dragging it across the table like a corpse. And I broke the rules of podcast. Broken rules of podcast or Gonzo? 
Pineapples or pork? <laughs> pork. Well, y'all are Hawaiian, so I can't really make a judgment call. Nobody say or Mexican food. <laughs> Mexican food. Coffee yeah. or cream? How long until the uh, young Mexican girl that's in your neighborhood gets pregnant? I'm going 17 to 20. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Shooty the Gap is done. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!